All right, we're ready to go. <coughs> yeah, ready to start. Are you ready, Dave? Are you good? It's the yeah. same drink. Yeah, yeah, it is. Ah. Yours is a bit more oh, shiny just, and classy. Yeah, I went for the went for the metal. Yeah. Yeah. Sign of your elitism. <laughs> <laughs> or is it a sign that I drop things? <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Chip Lunch Podcast. It is exciting to have you along with us, as usual, and it's exciting to have two guests along with me. One very special guest, and one... No, I'm not talking about you right now. <laughs> You're so excited. Wow. You're like, oh, <laughs> like, what is this rap I'm getting with Joel? <laughs> Save the raps for the chips. Wow. Brandon, how are you? I'm good. How are you? It's great to have you on again. It's good to be back. It's good to be back since I last saw you on Jen's podcast. Yeah. Yep. You're the COVID kid. You've recovered. I'm recovered. You're ready to go. I'm ready to go. Excellent. <laughs> Brandon, do you want to introduce our special guest for us? Oh, might. Just blessing me so much today. <laughs> I'm so encouraged. Let's go. Welcome to Soul Revival's newest pastor. Yes. Joey. Thanks, guys. Good to be here. It's great for you. To, I'm very grateful for you to come on, coming on so early in your uh, tenure. Yeah. <laughs> as, as a New pastor. kid on the block. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <straight> on. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. So, um, well, I thought like, Often we usually like go straight into the chips question, but I thought it might be interesting to like kind of chat a little bit, like just the really quick story about what's what you're doing right now and why you've why you've arrived at Soul Revival Church. Do you want to give yeah. us that quickly before we we ask you the the normal questions? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess uh, I probably starts with finishing uh, Bible college. Yep. So just graduated from Moore Theological College. It's been four years of study, mm. uh, and I. A great time there. Um, just lots of uh, learning, going deeper into God's word. A lot of just uh, growing myself, just in terms of God teaching me so many things about uh, what it means to serve, what it means to follow Jesus, and to tell others about Jesus. So uh, really excited coming out of that to think about what I would be doing next. And that was the end of last year. Uh, and then I guess, yeah, it's like any kind of course you, you finish university or TAFE or, or college, you've got to find work after that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, there was a period where I guess most graduates, they'll be talking to different churches or different ministries um, and figuring out whether they're a good fit yeah. to serve the people uh, in the congregations. Or, and, yeah, I guess that interesting kind of connection was that Grace, uh, who came to Soul Revival during her study, uh, she originally, we, we were both from the same church in Westride. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, ages ago. And they had, yeah, started dreaming with Stu about uh, what, uh, what they could do maybe in the Westride area or the Ride area mm -hmm. um, in ways that are similar to Soul Revival. Like, uh, yeah, loving the stuff that you guys are doing here and wanting to see that happen uh, in Ride. And so because of that connection... Um, just kind of all sorts of things just came together. Mm. Yeah. Um, and one of my really close friends, uh, Ian, who was my Bible study leader <laughs> when I was in youth group <laughs> uh, back in the day, um, he is on, on that team with Grace. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And so just through all those kind of connections, the timing of finishing college, yeah. uh, those guys in Westride um, kind of growing and uh, looking for a location and feeling like it was a a time where they might uh, need someone to come along and join as a assistant minister. 
Yeah, yeah. they, and so they pitched it to Stu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we don't know what Stu's going to think, but let's just like run it anyway. Mm. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. And yeah. then like, how did that eventuate? Did, like, was it a long, uh, did you and your, your wife Mary mm. and your son Joshua, mm. um, did you have to spend a lot of time thinking about that and praying about that? Yeah, yeah, uh, we did actually. So we started, we met with Stu and we had a chat with him, I think before Christmas, actually last year. Uh, but the nature of the role uh, is, it's kind of quite different from what I was expecting I yeah. would come up, come into, coming out of college. Um, it's, you know, a kind of church planting, starting with a new bunch of Christians, really exciting stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, kind of a bit daunting. Yeah. Um, it's not what you thought it was going to be, as you said. Yeah, well, I think I, I, like throughout the years, just hearing stories about church planting, um, maybe, maybe because there were a lot of stories from America as well, yeah. and their kind of models of church planting, and kind of looking at that and looking at those church planters and going, I don't know if like that's me. I don't know if uh, I have the same gifts that they have. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm wired the same way. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's definitely like yeah. an archetype, like oh, yeah. there's this archetype of a church planner gung ho mm. kind of. Especially out of America. Is yeah. That, that yeah. Kind of Ameri- I think America really feeds yeah. that. Yep. So. Yeah. yeah. So I think I, I had that kind of picture, which yeah. is not true for all, you know, kind of all different types of church planting. Mm. But I think at that early stage, that's the picture I had. I was like, well, that's obviously not me. Yeah. Um, and so when the West Ride guys came to talk to me about it, and then I, when I was chatting to Stu, I was still quite unsure and how it would affect our family as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, how it would affect, uh, I guess, Mary, and we're expecting <laughs> we're expecting another baby yep. in in April. A few weeks, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, less than a month. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's coming along and being part of a new church plant. Um, yeah. So there were lots of things we had to talk about. Mm. Lots of things that were on her mind. I think um, I don't think she'd mind me sharing this, but in terms of ambiguity, uh, ambiguity tolerance. You know, like just things like where you have to be just super flexible, mm. yeah. particularly in church planting. And especially with a young family. Yeah, especially with yeah. a young family. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, we just, I think, had a lot to kind of talk about and make. For me, I think I learned a lot about um, looking after her as my wife mm. and going, you know, it's it's not just about me anymore. Like when I was single, I could just put my hand up and go, yeah, I'm in. I'm <laughs> in, guys. Yeah. Um, I'll do it. Yeah. But particularly in this kind of venture, um, yeah, lots of time just spent praying and and chatting and making sure she was actually okay to do it. Mm-hmm. And if she wasn't, that we would just say, yeah, maybe that's not where God wants us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's, well, that's a really cool way. So thank you for accepting the the, the role. No, we're glad to glad to be here. Stoked, like yeah. I mean. I've been out to hang out with the West Ride crew and I loved it. The, the yeah. guys there are just so encouraging and mm. I love them heaps. And yeah. every time I see them, I'm like, I'm stoked to see them because they are just like, the fact that they're even throughout um, COVID, they've grown in number, mm. which is fantastic. And just the generosity as well for to to figure out how to get you a position to work as well. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I just love them. They're, I think they've been a fantastic addition to our church yeah. and they're going to continue to encourage us in the, in many years to come along with your leadership. So I'm I'm stoked for it. So Because yeah. um, you've, you've been to West Ride too, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I even did. So 
Berea is a training course we run in house here at Soul Survival, and I did, I was doing uh, both Wednesdays and Fridays for a whole year. So I did the training with the guys at Berea, along with doing training here at Kirawi. Mm. Um, just when I was able to in life, and I wanted to hang out, and it was very fun to. <laughs> I was doing double bubble, but it was very fun to just get to hang out with those guys. I even went over a couple of times for. A, some meetings and stuff with Stu just to hang out. Yeah, really cool. great. Yeah, they're, they're the best. Yeah. I, I, they're, they're just so encouraging in yeah. so many different ways. And it's just so cool to get to drive over this other side of Sydney and just be welcomed so openly. And, yes. and also just they're so thoughtful in mm. everything they do. It's so encouraging. Yeah. Yeah, we're stoked to have have them as part of our church. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go back to Joey. Yes. And let's go all the way back to the beginning as we kind of really start most chip lunch podcasts, which is um, the first question we always like to ask is, how do you like to eat your hot chips? Oh, um, yeah. So I think the the way I really liked it when I was growing up was uh, was chicken salt, but also with gravy. Oh, that's interesting. Not many people have said gravy before. We've had a few. Ah. We've had quite a few say Jibish? chicken salt. Jibish, Jibish mm-hmm. yeah. 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 That's so interesting. So there was a place uh, in Eastwood, so which is a suburb next to Westride, mm. that um, we used to go to a lot. Um, and, oh, yeah, they were, it was called uh, the Red Rooster of Eastwood. So it wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Red Rooster as in, in the franchise, I yeah. think. Yeah. I think yeah. they... Uh, and maybe they couldn't afford it or something. <laughs> <laughs> so they were the Red, red Rooster of Eastwood. <laughs> and they did the best, like, just... Yeah. I think it was the gravy that got me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So oh, wow. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of gravy. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Or chicken salt, so... Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're off the podcast, no. Joey. Everyone we get on, we ask them, obviously, the same yeah. question, and, like, there's a real battle between... Chicken salt and real salt. And I'm very much on real that. Salt. Oh, real, that's real what, salt. That's what it's yeah. called. Real salt. <laughs> plain salt. Yeah. Well, you, you decided to call it chicken salt. You were catching, ca- uh, like plain salt was catching up for a while. I was, but yeah, I think yeah, we've I think extended I'm, the lead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just have to get guests on and I'll call them first. <laughs> yeah, and say, exactly. Yeah, You'll start <laughs> vetting. You're allowed on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> vetting. That's a good idea. Just got to vet you with a couple you of questions. sign this uh, yeah. form Do first. you like chicken salt or plain salt? And okay. like, mm, and then just hang up on them <laughs> if they say chicken salt or anything else. Anyway, uh, so gravy is your sauce, uh, and yeah. you just just have chips with gravy, and, and that's it. You don't add anything else. No, I um, no, I don't add any. Oh, actually, mm-hmm. I would say actually during COVID, um, I know this is like we had the gravy thing, but the second addition uh, was that during, uh, like, I guess coming out of COVID lockdown, uh, some of the guys at college, we would um, get chips, uh, hot chips. And then one of the guys, uh, he made hot sauces at home. Ooh. Yeah. And they were good? And so there was a period where it was hot sauce and garlic um, garlic sauce Ooh. together. Wow. Yeah. And that was actually surprisingly good. Oh, well, that sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. Sounds very like a flavor explosion. There yeah. A lot of strong flavors with yeah. garlic. And People were sweating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we all liked kind of like the spicy hit. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Our second question, Brayden. Yeah. Uh, would you like to ask it of Joey? Oh, what an honor. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, how did you become a Christian? Um, yeah. Uh, oh, 
the rewind for yeah. a fair bit. Yeah. Um, well, I should probably start with, I guess, a bit of family background. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. My my parents came over from Hong Kong, uh, and uh, I think it was three years before I was born. Yeah. Um, what do yeah. you know? What what year that was? Oh, it would be eighty three. Nineteen eighty three. Nineteen eighty three. Cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they came over to kind of yeah start like started a new life, I suppose. Mm. Um, yeah. And th- they, I think they would say they were uh, maybe agnostic, maybe not atheist, yeah. but yeah. agnostic. Usually uh, coming from Hong Kong, um, the, the traditional kind of uh, religion, yeah. uh, if, it's, if you're a bit nominal or if you haven't really made a decision for yourself, mm. is kind of like an um, ancestor worship. Oh, yeah. okay. Or sometimes it's kind of a Taoist kind of Buddhism. Mm. Yeah. Um, but for them, I think they were fairly agnostic. They came to Australia, and I think they were just keen to, um, yeah, start a start a new life. Um, and so that's the kind of family I grew up in. Yeah, yeah, just kind of uh, looking to um, grow up in Australia. So I was born in the northwestern kind of region, actually in Westride. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I grew up in Westride. <laughs> Full uh, circle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really is actually. Mm. Um, I guess we, we can come back to that, but yep. yeah, that's where I grew up. So it's pretty much home yeah. for me. And um, yeah, but when we moved to Westride and that was when I was four, cause kind of grew up in Meadowbank and then uh, moved when I was four to Westride. And we were, I think the only kind of Asian family on that street at that mm. time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now it's quite a different area. I was gonna say, it's very different now. It's very right? different, yep. yeah. Yeah. But uh, at that time, yeah, we were the only Asian family. Um, and yeah, but it was still nice. Like we got to know our neighbours really friendly. Yeah. Uh, but it was after, I think a few years into that, actually more than a few years, kind of late primary school. Yeah. When I was in year four, five, I think some, uh, another Chinese family moved in across the road and uh, we became friends uh, with them. And, but they, uh, they were Christian. So there was a, they were a Christian family. Oh, yeah. um, I'd go over to, to learn piano, actually, <laughs> from the mom. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, we re- got to know them really well. Uh, and, but when they first moved in, they were looking for a church. And uh, they, asked, they asked my, my mom. And my mom was like, oh, I don't go to church. But um, my mom's really, she's really creative. So she, she's mm-hmm. into art and crafts. Um, she's just very skilled, really gifted in that. Awesome. And she would used to teach a lot of the ladies in the community, like whether it's at the community center or at oh, wow. um, some of the, like the library and just teach. Um, and so she knew a lot of people. And she's like, oh yeah, I know some of the ladies from the local kind of Chinese church down the road. And so she, she mentioned that to them. So that was the Chinese Australian Baptist Church in oh, yeah. West Ride. And that's where they went. So they, they kind of went down there for a few Sundays. And after a few weeks, they're like, hey, would, uh, would Joey like to go? and uh, my sister as well they invited her and and my mom i think my parents were uh yeah they were kind of like yeah sure why not (laughs) you know he's not doing that much actually (laughs) (laughs) sunday mornings anyway yeah um so yeah and that's how i guess that was the first exposure to uh to church life Uh, i think i went more to the youth group actually uh, at the beginning so it's like friday nights yeah um and particularly during high school, that was 
kind of just a really fun place to be. Um, kind of people who got me and you know, got to hang out a lot, liked doing the same things, mm. liked playing sports, uh, liked playing basketball, liked playing magic. Like that was a bit nerdy, but I oh, like magic playing, the, you know, the card game. Yeah, 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 yeah right, okay. right. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit <laughs> of, yeah, um, that was our time in high school. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so that was where, yeah, a lot of friendships were, yeah, at mm. that church. Uh, yeah, I, I think I went along during that time and, yeah, there was just a lot to, to just kind of take in from the Bible and I really, mm. I, I guess I enjoyed it. Um, it. I think during, like, junior high to mid-high school, yeah, I was asking questions about this kind of life, about things about the world, creation, whether that was true, mm. um, things about uh, like suffering and kind of the bad things that were happening in the world, mm. wanting uh, to know, you know, why is it that that happens? And so that was kind of throughout high school. And I think looking into... Um, I guess just even dipping into different religions and looking at them and then kind of going to the Bible and going, oh, I think, I think the Bible has kind of the most uh, explanatory kind of mm. how, I wouldn't have, have said it <laughs> in those terms <laughs> yeah. back then, but I think uh, it kind of made sense to me a lot more of, you know, why is it that, you know, like we, we want to be good people uh, often. We want to treat people nicely but why is it that we don't like so often like why do we mm. see um like bullying at school and mm. um you know like tragic things happen across the world yeah um, and uh i think yeah the the idea of uh sin and the kind of really explained some of the the brokenness of the world mm. even though god had you know created us and um but yeah, there was there was the fall. There was something that we did um, that broken. Um, yeah, that was the reason for the brokenness in this world, the messiness of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I th- I guess the interesting thing was that even though that was that explained a lot for me, uh, for the most part, even as I thought about the gospel and how well, how good is it that you know someone yeah. would would die for, uh, even though he did no wrong, like Jesus was perfect um and then as i looked at the bible and go wow that's amazing uh it was still quite i guess intellectual uh, in many ways yeah i think it explained a lot for me Mm. and it just kind of made sense at least in my head Mm. um to the point where i think even during high school i would have called myself a christian i would have said yeah you know like i really like what what the bible has to say about how we ought to live life and who jesus is but at the same time, um, it, I think it was still quite intellectual. Um, yeah. And it wasn't until the end of high school where uh, I think I was just, it was when they were doing maybe Bible studies in Romans. And I was just, <laughs> one day, I remember it quite vividly. One day in my room, it was during the HSC kind of time. Yeah. Should have been studying. I <laughs> 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 just rocking back and forth in my chair and thinking about the verse in Romans. Um, yeah, five eight, chapter five, verse eight, is you know that Christ shows His love for us that even while we were still uh, sorry that God shows His love for us yeah in this that while we were still sinners Christ died for us and um, there was this kind of this moment where you know I'd heard it many times 
but uh, at that point, I think God really just opened my eyes to mm. go. It's not just it's not just everyone else out there. It's yeah. not like oh yeah, humanity and everyone else out there mm. is um, are sinners and they're broken. Uh, it's you too. Like you're yeah, part of humanity, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're a human too, mm. and you're just like them. Um, so because like previously, hum- humbled you in a sense. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Like it was just a shock. It was a bit of a shock to the system because I was like, oh, <laughs> like, uh, n- not just everyone out there, but I am a sinner too. Yeah. yeah. Right. I need Jesus too, um, and I think that was a huge moment where um, I just understood. I think God's God's grace in yeah. for me personally, my own heart <laughs> kind of going um, that I needed a savior, yeah, and I needed to follow Jesus as my King, yeah, yeah, it made it very personal. That's really cool. Like it sounded like you were taking the so as you said, it was like intellectual, and in mm. that sense, it's almost like oh, I know a little bit more than people because it's an intellectual. But then when he humbles you, you're like oh, now that's yeah. like he has my heart now. That's yeah, yeah. that's actually a really cool way. Yeah. I re- and then I feel like may- there may be some other people that have become Christians that way too, but um, I just find it interesting. I, I just love how everyone's story is different. Like we recorded at Chip Lunch early today and someone else's story is just completely different to yours. But it's sh- isn't it just fascinating the way that God will just choose specific times to speak to you, like through that Romans yeah, yeah. verse for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. And man, that's, that's wild. Mm. I just wanted to go back a little bit if that's okay. Mm. Um, you said, you sorry, you went to... Uh, can you remind me of the church that you said you, you went to originally? Yeah, it was, was a Chinese Australian yeah, Baptist okay. church in West Ride. And I'm guessing there was a, obviously a lot of people from Chinese background oh, going yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. Did you find that helpful for you in terms of like just understanding like your your background as well? Yeah. Because um, you said that you so. you found people understood me a little bit. That's that's the reason I asked that question. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I I don't know how conscious I would have been of it yeah. back then. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I think, I don't think, I, I don't feel like I, um, experienced like a whole heap of like bullying or racism uh, or explicit anyway, mm. racism, um, when I was growing up at school. Yeah. I think a lot of my friends, yeah, were just from, were different cultures. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I think, uh, it was, there is something about, you know, uh, your parents coming from, from Hong Kong, um, you know, migrating over to Australia, mm. starting a new life, and uh, and being born, uh, kind of in between two different kind of cultures, yeah. two yeah. different worlds. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people nowadays also have that experience, mm. uh, even more so now in Australia. But I, th- I think, yeah, being I guess with those friends there at that church who also experienced the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You kind of go, oh yeah, like. Uh, they get kind of some of the the struggles, some of the cultural pressures, and the weirdness of growing up with like um, Chinese parents who have like these you know certain expectations of you um, of what you'll do in the future, yeah. your kind mm. of career path, yeah. like they've got it all planned out, or some of them do, <laughs> um, and the kind of very you know family oriented collectivist kind of culture um and then but being born in sydney australia and western kind of um attitudes towards um you know just like the individualism that's um 
yeah, the, I guess it's more prominent yep. in yeah. Western culture and trying to figure out, well, what do I do? Like, and, yeah. Yeah. and your parents are probably doing that too, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. but I, I think, yeah, I mean, although different still, I right. think because, yeah, our parents, they, you know, they grew up most of their life in Hong Kong. So it kind of, uh, even though they, they have to, they experience that, they kind of butt up against that yeah. and engage with that. Uh, they're still firmly rooted in like, well, th these are our values and this yeah. is our culture in Hong Kong or China, or China. But for us who are born in Australia, like, you know, we would say we're, we're Aussie, we're Australian. Yeah. Um, yeah. And at the same time, you know, people will look at us, oh, well, you're kind of you're Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and then, um, but then you might go back to, you might go back to Hong Kong. Or I might go back to Hong Kong. And people, and I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm Chinese. And they're like, you are not Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Your accent tells me straight away that you are from overseas. Yeah. Um, and so it's one of those things, uh, like a lot of, I'm sure a lot of immigrant kind of children kind of experience that of yeah. just being in this third place. Mm. Kind of. Yeah, we yeah. had Jibishon earlier on oh, the podcast right. oh, and okay. his um, background is from India. And he yeah. came over when he was 10. He said very similar thing. He okay. goes back over <laughs> and sees family members and they're like, like you, you speak Indian with an Australian accent <laughs> yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And That's so exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah. The only other question I wanted to ask you, like just in the story you told us about how you became a Christian, was mm. um, you use you said you were talking about suffering a lot and trying to understand that. Where did where do you think that came from, and and why do you think it was so important to you to like kind of decipher that in terms of like uh, God's perspective on that? Yeah, I think. Uh, it, I think it was probably a mix of, you know, like things you'd see uh, like in the in the playground. So you'd see, you know, kids getting hurt or like a bit of bullying, and which is one aspect of that kind of just people uh, suffering in a certain way. But then, you know, you might watch, I might watch the news, I think, and I'd see things happening around the world, um, people who are in famine, like, and or people who were, you know, um, where their countries were a war or something like that, or mm. there were battles. And just kind of being somewhat, just kind of confused. I think I was just curious. I was just like, I don't get, uh, you know, like the state we're in, it's it's quite, quite nice, you know. It, yeah. um, and yet, you know, there's other people experience life really differently. Yeah. Uh, and which is a bit weird. I, I think as a kid, kind of like in high school, I didn't know, how, I don't know how many people, <laughs> how many other kids were thinking this way, but um yeah i think i took it quite seriously and i i guess i wanted to know um but it was yeah it was one amongst many kind of kinds of questions mm. uh but it'll i guess when they would talk about some of this stuff at youth group um it um as i said it kind of uh, i guess in a s somewhat simple way people would just talk about how yeah the world is really messed up is um it's broken because of because of sin i think that was at that time enough for me to kind of go oh okay there's an actual reason yeah, yeah yeah um yeah instead of that there was no reason at all yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so maybe even like trying it was you're trying to discover a bit more meaning about yeah. like why is all this suffering happening but is there a, is like there a point to it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah okay well, yeah. that's really fascinating mm. um so you spoke about becoming a Christian in, well, like thinking about it more um, deeply by yourself. Um, <laughs> did that change your 
family dynamic? Like, had your parents, had their attitudes to church kind of changed over that time or was it still the same? They, I don't think they ever had any kind of issues. Yeah. I, I mean, they let my well, sister yeah, and I yeah. go to church, actually. Yeah. And they even uh, went to church for oh, a while yeah. as well. So they went to the kind of Chinese, the Cantonese-speaking congregation okay. right. of the same church. Yeah. Um, because because they had so many kind of like friends there, yeah. actually, who are Christian. And that was, that was fantastic that they were invited by those yeah. you know, other brothers and sisters, really. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so at this point in time, my, my dad would say, yeah, he is Christian and he mm. continues to go to church. Like we don't have the, the deepest kind of conversations <laughs> about faith. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think as best as I know, I remember that, uh, one day during high school, he actually just came out and said that to me. We're driving somewhere and he was just like, ah, oh, you know, I've decided to become a Christian. Whoa. And, <laughs> and at that time I was just like, oh, cool. <laughs> I, I, it just didn't really hit me uh, yeah. until yeah, a lot later. I was just like, man, that's like, it wasn't just cool. That was, yeah, that's God's, <laughs> God's goodness, you know, yeah, God's, yeah. God's grace bringing my dad to, to know Jesus. Uh, but my mom uh, to this day is still not. So yeah. continue to pray for her. Mm. And, but yeah, for, for them, I think they they didn't know exactly what that meant yeah. when uh, when I said, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm become Christian." Yeah. Um, often it can, I think, often because maybe some of the cultural kind of aspects of coming to Australia, like why they came, was kind of to to have a better life. Yeah. Um, and often it gets it gets kind of. Um, intermingled you, you they like the the they could be like oh well cool you're a christian now but actually we still want you to to work hard to yeah. get a good you know career good salary and so on so christianity is almost just a bit of a another thing uh a long, yeah. side a long hustle side. <laughs> yeah, yeah side hustle yeah cool no worries yeah you can do that yeah. in your own time yeah <laughs> as long as you have a good job or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right it's just another piece uh, of the puzzle of your life. And so you, yeah. you can do that. That's cool. Uh, without, I guess, because they're not Christian, they, they wouldn't understand that actually, oh, it means you giving all of your life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not king of your own life anymore. Mm, you're yeah. not Lord. Jesus is. Yeah. And that means, oh, well, Jesus changes everything, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, it. it really, and it really does. Mm. But I think... F- like early on, they wouldn't have grasped. But maybe, yeah. perhaps, I didn't grasp all of yeah, yeah. the implications mm. at that time. So, I guess to answer your question, at that point in time, they they were just very much like, "Yeah, cool. cool. Uh, <laughs> you can keep going to church. Um, Get a UA, good UA, UAI. Yeah, keep studying. <laughs> keep studying. But yeah. you can keep going. Mm. Yeah. And as long as it didn't really interfere with, you know, other aspects of life, then yeah. you're like, sweet. What um, were their reasons for coming? from Hong Kong to Australia? Were there some particular reasons why they, you said they were looking for a better life, but what was the reason for uh, wanting a better life? Yeah, I think, uh, I think there was, in one part it was kind of job, like prospects, job opportunities. Um, I, when, I think particularly on my mum's side, when she was growing up, there wasn't much opportunity. She, it was kind of like a, quite a poor kind of community. Mm. Um, so I think, 
like a lot of people looking to to move overseas like to Australia to America or different places it just seems like there are there are more uh, opportunities uh, for family not, so not just for jobs but for family yeah. uh, to grow up in a different kind of life lifestyle yeah so yeah. I think that's that was probably the main things is it hard to move from Hong Kong to Australia like I wouldn't know anything about that mm, like uh, was it a long process for it? Yeah, I don't, I've never asked them that. Actually. Okay. Yeah, like <laughs> how long the process was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only reason I asked this one in Jabish's episode, I think it was yeah. four years. It was a four-year process to actually yeah. get approved to come to Australia. So I'm just wondering yeah. if it's the same from Hong Kong. Well, I, it was funny. Like what I do know is that my dad was working kind of like as a like an operations manager um, in a factory for a while, but when he came over, like he he retrained, so he went to went to TAFE and um, studied kind of computer sciences. Um, that's when IT was just starting to yep. get up and going. And so he's a computer engineer. He's been in the same job since I was born. Wow. So, with the yeah. same company? With the same company. Wow. Yeah. In, in yeah. IT, that's crazy. I'm, I'm 36 now. <laughs> he's been in that company for 36 years. Has he? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Which is... Yeah, pretty epic. Wow, with computers as well. Like you just think of how much that job must have changed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That so like yeah of time. The kind of coding that they're doing yeah. is not the same now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does that mean he's like almost like retrained himself in that job to do that coding and stuff like that? Sorry, at the oh at throughout the thirty six years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that like the company's probably given him a lot of training as mm -hmm. well. Uh, but he yeah, I guess he's had to learn learn stuff by himself, do some of his own courses. Yeah. 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 You said that your parents are pushing on like the dream or the career. Were there particular aspirations they have for you? Did they want you to be a <laughs> go down a particular career path? Not particularly. That, well, not that I know of. <laughs> not that they kind of yeah. revealed to me, which I guess is kind of them because I think a lot of uh, – I know of a lot of other parents um, from Asian backgrounds, they – they they name like oh yeah kind of you know it'd be nice if you know you went into like law or yeah. like you know you did medicine or yeah. something like that or they would kind of recommend that I um yeah f as much as I know my my parents they I think they were just happy that I was I kind of worked hard <laughs> that I studied <laughs> yeah I was I think I was pretty obedient kind of kid at school so um, I think I would just kind of have my head down. Um, at the times that, you know, I was told, you know, you're meant to be doing your homework or you're meant to study, I would just do it. Mm. Um, and it was, <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty, um, uh, so yeah, I, I think they were okay with that. And so when they, when I was thinking about university and so on, they were not like, oh, go do this or that subject. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is, which is cool because I went into architecture actually, <laughs> which is not kind of the usual kind of career path that I think most of my other friends were encouraged to go into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you, do you remember what inspired you to do that or what? Uh, um, I, I enjoyed like design and tech yeah. at, in, during high school. I enjoyed doing things, like making things um, like in the workshops. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed drawing uh, maybe, and that probably comes from my mum mm. actually, yeah. like just her creative side. She just really likes to try new things and um, solve problems, like figure out new, new ways of doing things. And so I think the architecture course, um, not that I, not that it was all that I expected it to be, yeah. actually. You kind of find out 
architecture is just like this huge realm of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something, a whole new world at uni. But when yeah. I went in, I think it was like, oh yeah, like I like drawing <laughs> and, <laughs> and I like um, making models. Yeah. yeah. So that seems like some of the stuff they do. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty brutal that. like yeah. course at uni though, isn't it? Because don't you have yeah. to just be trying to like doing a lot all the yeah. time? Yeah. It's... um. It is brutal. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I think up to now it's a five-year course wow. if you want to finish like your bachelor and your master's right. in one hit. Um, back when I was doing it, there was kind of like a, a midway work experience period. Mm. But altogether, that, was, that meant kind of six years. Wow. Uh, Where did you study? study? At UNSW. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so that was, yeah, like um, just really like a lot of, I think a third of the students – in my year dropped out after the first year. Wow. It's kind of like this kind of culling kind of year <laughs> where- Yeah. Um, and the toughest know. make it kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like, if this is what, what we're gonna be doing, if you're not keen on this, you know, feel free to, to duck out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our year slimmed down a fair bit just even after the first year. Mm. Um, but yeah, a lot, a lot of late nights, I think particularly in architecture, um, it's, a, it's a nightmare for perfectionists. Yeah. Because, the more time and the more energy you can spend on your projects and your drawings, um, kind of the nicer they might be. Yeah. But you've got to draw lines. Like yeah. partic and particularly as a Christian, which by that time, like I could say, yeah, like I, I want to follow Jesus. Mm. It's, it's rough because, you know, you're competing. You're not competing, but like you want to achieve and you want to do well in your assignments. Yeah. And at the same time, you can't spend as much time <laughs> as you <laughs> as your other friends mm. yeah. doing that stuff. Do you remember like any specific times where you had to draw that line or like had to have a- <laughs> Is that an architect joke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> draw that <laughs> specific line. On. But yeah, do you remember any times where you were in that situation where you were like, oh, I really would like to, or oh, well, I, I feel like I could spend another set amount of time on this but i actually have committed to this or i've committed to something else or is just something that happened oh yeah i think it was a lot of um just a lot of trial and error yeah yeah a lot of mistakes were made <laughs> <laughs> uh during those kind of five six years yeah um yeah so quite early on actually uh in first year i started leading at um at our youth group oh yeah uh at at uh, in short, CABC Westride, Chinese Australian Baptist Church Westride. <laughs> CABC. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's a mouthful. Got it. Uh, CABC. Uh, and so that became kind of one of the things that was um, like a responsibility and a privilege actually to be able to serve the, the youth there and be part of this team. Mm. Um, and so it we took that quite seriously. Um, and so there was, you know, like each week they would, we'd get together to prepare and then Friday night we would, you know, run. So that's two nights during the week already. Yep. Uh, and I just remember even in the first year of architecture, just going, this is, cr this is nuts. Like I'm trying to do some prep, but then I'm pulling like all nighters, like every third, fourth week just oh. to get stuff done. Yeah. Um, that's when I found out that I could do that, <laughs> which, was, <laughs> which was the worst. Right? <laughs> yeah. You don't want to know yeah. that it's possible. <laughs> yeah. Cause like I have that ability now. <laughs> Wow, and then I, so I can get my Bible studies written and done, and I can like spend all night doing this, <laughs> this assignment and get it in on time. Yeah. And I thought, this is brilliant. 
And then uh, by the end of first year, I was like, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> what am I doing to myself? Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. like slowly starting uni assignments later and later yeah. over the course of my uni degree until <laughs> I remember being in fourth year or something and starting one on the day it was due. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> it's like that, that power where every time that you pull it off successfully, you're like, wow. I can start it <laughs> Let's a push little it a bit, bit later further, next yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think that uh, it was kind of during that period where I was like, okay, we really do have to figure out how to be sustainable yeah. <laughs> in this. Like, I can't keep doing this. Um, although having said that, there were still a lot of on-iders <laughs> throughout the whole thing. It's interesting yeah. that in the architecture world where like sustainability is starting to become a thing. It yeah. doesn't, it's not a thing about the actual architects <laughs> the who are workers, designing it, right? The workers who are imp- trying to implement that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Do you remember like yeah. one, like what was your favourite design you ever did when you were in architecture? At school? Yeah, let's start with that because you, yeah. cause you obviously went into architecture after that too, mm, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. So, so oh, well, well, give us your favourite one at uni and then your favourite one you ever did yeah, like in right. real life. Oh, um, I remember in... Uh, fifth year so it wasn't my graduation year but my fifth year we went out to like all the way out to broken hill yeah um that was the furthest out west i'd ever gone (laughs) kind of in australia at that point in time but it was just an awesome kind of field trip where they took us to um this national park mutawinji national park and they said this is you know this is the site that you know our theoretical um kind of project is based on yeah. This is the site you're going to be building, kind of like a researcher's kind of station and lodge. Um, and we went out there with uh, and camped out there. Wow. <laughs> it took us two days to bus out there, <laughs> um, which, was, which was fun, but just really hot and kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, and our, all our lecturers and our tutors just, just flew in. <laughs> they took a plane <laughs> oh, in. Oh, seriously. <laughs> That's such an architect move <laughs> too, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Let the minions yeah, get the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Would be nice. We'll, yeah. we'll see you guys must there. Be nice. <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> but, yeah, must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> must be nice for them, huh? <laughs> but they, um, but actually the the head professor or the lecturer, he was, his name was Glenn Merkett. He's like one of the <laughs> highest kind of, uh, well, he's a Pritzker Prize winner, which means he's, it's the kind of Nobel Prize of architecture. Wow. And he's, I think the only Aussie who's. Really? Is uh, achieved that, and he was our he led the studio for the whole semester. So yeah, that was a really memorable kind of. I see he really cared about how we thought about designing for this land, um, for the people there, uh, and yeah, it just I think it was the first time where I felt like oh wow, like this is um, not only just something of interest, but it really it's really cool to be able to think about how people will live in a space. And yeah, making a contribution. Yeah, yeah. Your design actually contributes to people's, yeah. like, well-being or experience or yeah. something like that, yeah. And how it affects the environment. Yeah. So, like, you know, not destroying too much of it. Or yeah. Just, yeah <laughs> trying, to, trying to work with the land, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, if you fin- at, at uni, did you have much interaction with the Christian groups and stuff like Because there's a pretty big presence at NSW, isn't there? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I... I did, um, probably not as much as some of my friends who were really involved, mm. but part of, um, so I, I went along to a lot of the public meetings, the talks with Campus Bible Study, mm. the Christian group there. And uh, yeah, it was a real blessing. It was, I remember going to the talks, going to, in my first year, the mid-year conference there, 
uh, which is like a camp that they go on for like a whole week. They just spend time together, hang out, um, hearing talks, uh, going through like kind of seminars and stuff, um, uh, learning about like a, a theme for the whole week, which is really cool. And just really enjoying that, seeing that there were other Christians, other people around at university as well, mm-hmm. um, who you could kind of encourage, but also be encouraged by to yeah. kind of live out your faith <laughs> at university. So yeah, that was really huge and I really enjoyed that. I'm really thankful for that time there. And also it was funny because architecture as a faculty during that time, they didn't have enough resources to have like a, a trainee or someone to look after our faculty. Yeah. Um, and they also, I think it was also like, because people were so invested in, in design or architecture or landscape architecture, which, whichever subject they were doing, there weren't often many Christians who would rock up to the Bible study. Uh, and so it was really difficult, I think, for them to help out. And so there was another group that came in uh, called the Fellowship of Evangelism for Visual Arts. And they were multi-camp. They went to all these different universities. Yeah. Um, but they said, they were like, oh, well, we can look after this faculty, which is my faculty. And so, yeah, there was a, a guy um, called Cameron who was just really faithful and just meeting up for Bible studies, whether it was one or two or three. And he just kept coming yeah. um, and reading the Bible with us. And so that was really formative um, mm. and helped a lot, I think, during this, the kind of struggle of like, oh, architecture is so hard, uni so hard. Um, youth ministry is so hard um, and often to add on to that at our church uh, there was a high turnover of ministers often um, just for different reasons yeah. some good and some not so good and and so that often meant that we like in even in the youth ministry we were kind of by ourselves we just had to like we'll try this yeah <laughs> we'll do this yeah, yeah. Um, that didn't work <laughs> <laughs> Let's try this again. Let's try something yeah. else. You know. That is youth ministry though, right? That is. Like a is, lot of it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing, as you could probably explain. Oh, it's explain. my favourite part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so, okay, so we finished at, at uni then, for example. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. you finished at uni. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Oh, I did finish uni, but I didn't do architecture for five or six years. Yeah. Um, it was interesting to hear you say how hard it was. Um, yeah. I don't think I had that. I mean... This was hard parts of uni for me, but I don't think I would say, oh, uni was hard, like, mm. like yourself, which is interesting depending on what course you're doing. So when you finish architecture, you need to become a graduate architect somewhere, right? And, you're, and you've got to find a firm to work for and all that mm. kind of stuff. How did that play out and, and what, are you, what are your thoughts at that time? Yeah. Um, yeah, you can be, it can be a pretty difficult process. Mm. Although I think like any, probably like any graduate looking for a job, you, um, uh, I know for myself, I was a, a little picky because I think design and architecture in itself, you, oh, yeah. Yeah. everyone has a certain bent, a certain kind of way they like to think about architecture. And so even then you can either choose to just go, oh, whichever job, first job comes up, or I really want to work with these uh, offices or these firms yeah. and really gun for them, like really go for it really set up your portfolio to look really nice and then really pitch um, yeah. for a certain job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I think the first, the first office I went to was a really big office. They'd done a lot of international work, uh, quite renowned, but really like difficult to work in as a young grad. Like they just, um, 
and probably not the most organized, I, I suppose, in terms <laughs> of um, h- how they used their graduates. As, yeah, but uh, yeah, it was a bit strange. Like I think after I worked there for like eight months, and I think they <laughs> it was really strange. Like at Christmas, like when everyone's meant to go on a break, they kind of got rid of all their grads. <laughs> okay. I think it, I think it was I won't I won't say the name of the office, but they I think it was because they wouldn't want to pay for like holiday leave. Yeah. <laughs> because like afterwards they invited like some of the grads back like after January. It's definitely yes. holiday leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I was in there for eight months, but after that I uh, went to another office, and that's the office that I worked in for the next I think five. Oh, I forget now. Could have been six years. Five, six years. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. And I asked you the question about your favourite project then. What about your favourite project when you were working for that yeah. firm? Uh, it'd have to be, there's this um, house that we worked on for um, one of the richest women in Australia, uh, in Chippendale. Yeah, and it's, uh, and it's an amazing house. And she, yeah, uh, it's, it's got this kind of concrete kind of frontage, like facade, we call it. Like it's just... Um, very sculptural the things that, like concrete super heavy you know like yeah. it's yeah. um and to form it in ways where it like bends and curves into a very sculptural form it's like you don't see that often because it's yeah. just really hard and really expensive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i uh, i worked on on this uh house with, with a bunch of other with the team uh and yeah it was just a really cool experience i think and i might have seen this on a show is it oh really? is it the yeah. one with like the massive concrete staircase inside like it's really wide uh, it is a massive sta- it's brick staircase but oh, okay yeah, it is a thank you for correcting me <laughs> at the back of the house well i mean the front is complete concrete yeah as well yeah yeah i think i think um, I'm, this is the same one uh-huh. is it like a couple of le- like a three or four levels three levels yeah it yeah. was an old warehouse or factory yeah um and they pretty much all they did was they kept the the side walls and the back wall and they gutted everything else. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then they, they pretty much just redid the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's an it's amazing house. So much money put into it. Yeah. It's kind of... I remember watching it, like, I think it was the, the woman that you're speaking about. But, mm. um, like, why do you have such a large house for just yourself? For just herself, yeah. That was... <laughs> and had a, like, gigantic long table in the living... Oh, in the dining made. room. Yeah, 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 it was this crazy custom-made table. But it had, like... It was, like... <laughs> 40 places or something. I don't know how many. It was like... I think 60, perhaps. What? (laughs) That's crazy. It's room for friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Large dinner parties. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted to hold like art parties and stuff like that, I think I remember saying. But um, wow, that's pretty cool. It's cool to have something that's like real iconic design in in Sydney. Yeah, Yeah. it was was just really fun to work on. (laughs) I I think my boss would just tell me, like this is a once in a lifetime kind of commission. Ah, right, yeah. yeah. She, um, I think she said to him, "I want my house to win awards," and it did. And it did. So, because there was so much kind of just uh, hours, <laughs> energy, and time put into it, mm. very yeah. meticulous. Yeah, it would take years to build. Uh, used to, oh, years. I think it was, yeah, a few years. A couple yeah, of years couple or something. Years. Yeah. 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 How did you find <laughs> that shift going from then uni to the workplace and being a Christian in that environment? Uh, yeah, it was... Oh, yeah, I remember it being so hard. <laughs> it was so rough. Yeah. Um, so I think firstly, uh, not just as a Christian, but as a human, just like uh, 
feeling the tiredness of full-time yeah, work. Yeah. You know, you just yeah. kind of, you're like, what am I doing? Like, how do I survive? This is just <laughs> the first day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think what I came to enjoy, and I, it was interesting because I'd done full-time work during, in between, like I said, I did oh, some yeah. work experience yeah. in between. Um, but I think that those first few experiences of full-time work were that, um, that the, it was a wonderful mission field. Like yeah. it was just such, as a Christian, um, often I would hear about like, oh, how, how important gospel ministry was. And I'd been to like some conferences during university that kind of encouraged us to think about going into full-time gospel ministry. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, I guess at that time I was like, yeah, let's do gospel ministry, everyone, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> um, uh, I guess uh, as a side story, I'll tell you, like uh, <laughs> after coming back from that conference, I told my mom that, my non-Christian mom, yeah. uh, I'm thinking about going into co- like full-time gospel ministry. Yeah. And her reaction was like, she just laughed. <laughs> She's oh. like, like, you haven't worked a job in your life. <laughs> up, up, and, up until that time, this is early university, before the, even yeah. the work experience, um, I hadn't worked. I hadn't needed to work. And they'd been very gracious to just support me through yeah. university. And um, so she she laughed and she said that. And I was just like, it's a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know anything about work. Um, yeah. But I told my dad and he he was a Christian at that point. He'd yeah. um, come to follow Jesus. And he was a bit more sober about it. He was like, you know, that's that's fantastic. That you're convicted by the gospel and yeah. uh, you want to do that. But, you know, maybe it'd be good to finish, you know, your degree. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, work a bit. Yeah. You know, um, see what it's like. To, to work full-time. Uh, I thought, it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That sounds wise. Yeah. And so that's kind of the path that I, I kind of followed. But the seed, those seeds of full-time kind of gospel ministry were planted. Yeah. yeah. And so they were kind of just um, slowly there. It meant that my parents actually very early on yeah. uh, f- like knew that that was something that I had at least thought about. Yeah. yeah. So even though I didn't go straight in, each year I would like talk a bit about ministry just in general yeah. at church and the things I was involved in. And, uh, and so, so coming out of, but uh, yeah, so coming out of university, those things were still kind of in my mind. Yeah. Uh, but as I went into work, um, I think I kind of just experienced this, um, this real desire to see kind of, like my colleagues who didn't know Jesus kind of really consider like, you know, who he is and at least examine kind of what they believed in. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was a great mission field. And so I was just like, uh, as I went into work, I was like, this is, there's so much to be done out here. Yeah. There's so much uh, just space for Christians to um, to shine as lights yeah. in this world, um, to, to love those around them and to be quite um, intentional about you know, building those friendships, uh, they're not just, you know, not just as, you know, distance kind of colleagues or workmates, but actually as, you know, friends, like you spend so much time with them. Yeah. That, that you can, you know, go out with them um, and hang out with them and try and share Jesus with them. So, yeah. um, I think that as a Christian, that was like huge for me. Um, and in some ways, it's not exactly the reason why I stayed in architecture for like six years. Yeah. Um, but that was one of the things I enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was having a conversation with two friends at college yesterday, yeah. actually about how kind of the, the topic ended up 
kind of being how did your parents take it when you told them you were going <laughs> yeah. into full-time ministry <laughs> yeah, yeah. and just the different it was funny because we were talking to a few people from different cultures like yeah. um so one of them's from a chinese background and another one is from a sri lankan background and yeah. it was really interesting hearing the the different responses to um uh just yeah that situation of some of them got like one of my friends was telling me his mum just started crying and yeah it was just it's like so i can't believe you're throwing your whole life away like like and he's from an asian background and she was just like you've studied for this degree you don't have a wife you're never going to have a wife if you go into full-time <laughs> oh, wow. ministry like all this <laughs> hectic stuff like, yeah <laughs> exactly like yeah, yeah so I, it's such an interesting interesting uh thing like yeah. i and then i was comparing that with my situation which was really just confusion <laughs> that was just like oh cool like yeah yeah uh, okay yeah <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, there's so yeah. many different responses there eh? yeah, yeah absolutely and yeah, it's yeah. such a mix of people probably going to college too yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. i mean yeah i mean that's it speaks to particularly the immigrant story yeah uh, okay. story of the sacrifice of leaving their home Coming to yeah. coming to a new place. Yep, um, we've got to make a real good go of this because we're you're almost burning the bridges in a sense. Like yeah, we're, um, we're coming to a new country and we've got to make this happen. Well, I mean, uh, like I could say for my parents, like even though I mean, uh, it was not the same reaction yeah. as them. But I think for many uh, friends who've had those kind of responses, it's because for some of them, you know, like we never went to university. Yeah, you've gone to university. What are you doing? Like, yeah, <laughs> why mm. are you like this? Has nothing to do with you studying finance or like <laughs> commerce or yeah. medicine, like, yeah, um, yeah what's happened? <laughs> you know, like the, yeah. It is a bit of confusion, a bit of bewilderment, mm, usually. Yeah. Um, and it's also part of their sacrifice, that they're yeah. like, we're doing this to perhaps have a better life for ourselves, but most importantly for our children. And, yeah. and then when you say... I'm going to go study the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> but then I suppose, I wonder if it's like, well, it's also like a version of college, but I suppose if it's primarily like their parents or uh, from a non-Christian background, then they're like, what are you talking about? Yes. Yeah. It makes even less sense. Yeah. yeah. If they're non-Christian. Yeah. 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 Did you, so you went from architecture into an, an MTS kind of role? Yeah, that's right. So I yeah. finished up um, kind of, I did some exams for my architecture yeah, to get registered, um, stayed for another year, and then, um, and then, yeah. Uh, I think during that point, originally I was thinking of just going straight into college. Yeah, I was like, I've studied six years already <laughs> yeah. in architecture. <laughs> I've worked for six years. Study could be another three or four yes, years. Yeah, I'm like, that's a lot of that's yeah, it's a, a lot of time study. Um, and it was, uh, it was at that point where I was talking to some of my, you know, closer. Christian friends going, oh, this is what I'm thinking about doing. What do you reckon? And they actually, they knew about my plan. What makes me so mad was that <laughs> they, they knew about my plan to kind of kind of go straight into college and because yeah. then I could just go, go and do gos like gospel work, you know, go into ministry. And then they were, they were like, oh, maybe you should consider doing a traineeship like for two years. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? That's like another six years. That's six <laughs> years altogether. Yeah, right. Like, um, uh. But that that was, uh, I think, over <laughs> coming through all of that and, you know, thinking through that and praying through that, I think it was actually real, like, it was the best thing to do. <laughs> I was, I'm so glad that God kind of brought me through that. Yeah. What was the tipping point to go, I'm done with architecture? Oh, um, 
Oh, one of the things was that uh, I guess it, uh, it wasn't that strategic, but I, I think for my parents, uh, again, security is a huge thing. Like because you're leaving something yeah. that yeah. was a profession, was something that was somewhat secure, even though it's not. You know, like <laughs> yep. you know, any job is not is not fully secure. Yeah. But they they were just like oh um. They would. They thought that was a more secure thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so now yes, you've been you've been distracted <laughs> by our, our kids at Fuse, which are making a bit of a noise in the next room. It's a good noise. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good noise. noise. <laughs> the the more the better. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> but I, I think uh, the tipping the tipping point was me kind of going. Uh, I, I think going through those exams and the interviews, mm. getting registered. And I think for them, they felt like, oh, well, he's registered as an architect now. <laughs> like, he can always go back to it. Yeah, potentially he could always go back, even though I didn't need to do that. To, like, I could still <laughs> always work in an office. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, but I think that helped them. And I was, um, yeah, I thought that was, uh, I was okay to do that. Mm. And I think that then allowed a bit of breathing space, a yeah. bit of freedom to kind of go. Um, I've thought about it for like almost eight, nine years now. Yeah. Um, and I think for them, then it wasn't such a shock. It didn't, uh, they, they knew I could like look after myself <laughs> and they didn't have to worry about me. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's probably for a lot of parents, that's mm-hmm. their main concern. They just yeah. care for their, their kids and yeah. <laughs> they worry about them. Yeah. Uh, so after that, I think uh, because I'd been involved in, in ministry at, at, at church, a lot of youth ministry kind of on the, on the council there, um, I'd been involved um, in, like a summer mission uh, in Cowra. So just doing um, for, I think up to like, yeah, 11, 12 years or something like that, like a long time. Yeah. Um, each, so each year, just during January going there. Uh, so it just kept things on the boil, thinking about ministry. Yeah. Mm. And so at that point I was like, oh yeah, I think now is probably the uh, time to test out whether I would be suitable and capable of going into full-time ministry, which is why the traineeship was that helpful. Mm. Yeah, and not going straight to college, in, yeah. in my case anyway. Yeah. Where's, um, where does Mary come into this story? Because uh, that would yeah. be interesting because um, obviously if you were together then you would have paid a part in making that decision together. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, we were, at that time we were dating. Yeah, we came from the same church. Hmm. Yeah, we kind of grew up leading youth group together. She was a few years below me and <laughs> she, she was one of those people who were like, Oh yeah, like tra- a trainingship could be a good idea. <laughs> I was like, Damn it! <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Like, uh, I think the impression was I I thought that like it would be six years until I'd be like doing ministry again. But yeah. actually, the reality was that the trainingship was like going straight into full time ministry. Yeah, because that's what it's meant to do. It's meant to te- like kind of test you, um, help you to fail, and mm. see like what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. Yeah, uh, and then see whether you're you're suitable or whether you should give it a crack yeah Yeah. uh so so yeah mary was part of that decision and uh god's blessing in that sense like yeah yeah, she encouraged that and she had um she had gone through that path actually so she has also done a traineeship um she finished that um and she was at university of sydney at the cumberland campus the health sciences campus doing that and then she also went to college for three years so she was 
yeah, kind of ahead of me in that sense. Yeah. <laughs> and a like big influence in that. Gotta catch up to you. Yeah. <laughs> I never caught up. <laughs> she, she finished before, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, tell us about the college experience. What Yeah. What did you learn from that? And and uh, obviously I'm, I'm guessing you were glad that you did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the college experience was just so, it was super f- just formational, I think. Um, yeah, I loved... Uh, learning with with everyone else there so the just the community aspect of it um just sitting over lunch just chatting about the stuff that you didn't understand from the lecture <laughs> <laughs> is and that what happens Braden? <laughs> yes yeah, yeah, so. and just quizzing each other and um yeah it's so cool like to be out uh, and it's a great privilege actually to take you know four years out to have people supporting you like praying for you um yeah financially supporting you as well and and then being able to study God's word um, to delve deeper into it. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it was really humbling as well just to see, like, how how much I didn't know. Uh, and I still feel like that, <laughs> like, after finishing a yeah. lot of times. Uh, yeah, and I guess in, just it's in it's so encouraging to be able to talk to people who are, who are thinking about taking the gospel not only out to Sydney, not only to the rest of Australia, but unto the rest of the world. There's so there's such a diverse mix of people there who who love Jesus, um, and yeah, we get to partner together, um, yeah, to tell tell others about Jesus. Like it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, From the Joey that came in to Bible College and yeah. the Joey that graduated end of last year, is that right? Yeah, end of last year. Yeah. What do you think was the biggest change in yourself? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I think it. Uh, I think I went in kind of a very, what's the word, like quite dichotomous, like as in like I would think, oh, there's either right or a wrong, like very, mm. uh, like black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I went in going, oh, I think I, I know these things and I think like those things won't change, you know, like the things that I know of the Bible. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, I was proven wrong <laughs> 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 uh, in so many ways. But uh, what I really enjoyed about the, like, I think particularly church history of all things <laughs> really helped me to to see how often grey uh, a lot of things in um, in church life, in, in practice are. Um, like, yeah, we want to be really sharp and uh, as all as christians just want to be really faithful in our understanding of god's word and uh yet like throughout the ages um people have interpreted things maybe a little bit differently they've practiced things a bit differently and it's because of like their context it's because of the different people that are around them um the pe- different people they serve the kind of different pressures um and i, I didn't study history when i was in high school so it was kind of just this, um, it was just fascinating mm. how God worked throughout, has worked throughout history through the, the ups and downs, mm. yeah, through Christians being really faithful and Christians and other people, you know, not being as faithful. Uh, and, but for God to be all, over all of that and I think coming out of college, the, probably the biggest change has been like just being able to go, oh yeah, like, some things are not as black and white as I think they are. Um, and uh, there just needs to be so much 
more grace amongst Christians to to listen, um, to still have some, to still have their convictions, to still stand and plant their flag on certain things, but to just uh, yeah to listen to others mm. and to be really gracious with how they interact with mm. with other Christians, mm. yeah, who might think a bit differently. Mm. That yeah. sounds a little bit similar to what you were talking about when you like that Romans verse back at the start. We were speaking about like just being humbled by God, and oh, yeah. that sounds it yeah. sounds quite similar to that. Like comparing the black and white to when you came out of yeah, college, you so. was like, oh, and, uh, there's another moment of humility. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a constant work. Eh? <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Very thankful for it, hey, Brandon. Before we ask the final question, do you have any other questions for for Joey? Oh, just we like started this podcast chatting about West Ryan and the exciting yeah. opportunity mm. that you have there, and obviously you've only been stuck in formally for a little while i just <laughs> like to know like what do you like what are you most excited for in this new opportunity like yeah. good is question. something that you're <laughs> just like man i can't wait to just get involved like what what is yeah yeah what are you keen for oh um uh, i yeah i've only known them for a little while but yeah. i can't wait to just how to do life alongside them yeah um, get to know them more get to know how um, like I guess their story about coming to for, for those who are Christian, how they came to know Jesus. Yeah. Um, you know what's on what kind of what's on their heart in terms of um, you know serving Him. Uh, I'm excited about yeah, just the I, I think just down the road. One of the things I've been talking to the other you know pastors about is just like just down the road from the location that we're at now. Yeah. Is, is Meadowbank and there's yeah. Um, as far as I know, I don't think there's, I'm not sure um, if there's another kind of reformed kind of evangelical church. Yeah. There. But whether there is or not, there's so many people moving into that area. Yeah. Um, there's such a great mission field there. Yeah. People who, um, who live there every day and who, who need to know Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I don't know when we're going to be able to start you know, kind of trying to be in that community. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I'm excited about, to be able yeah. to just kind of um, get involved, um, get to know the people there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And hopefully invite them along to, to a meal, hang out and to, to hear about Jesus. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Great answer, by the way. <laughs> great question, great answer. <laughs> uh, final question before we wrap up the chips, as we like to say yeah. um, for the podcast. If you could... Go back in time and speak to your younger Christian self. Yeah. What would you like to tell yourself? Uh, such a good question. <laughs> so many. There's so many things I'd like to tell myself. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably a, a big one would be... Can I go with two, actually? Absolutely. Two. No, no. This <laughs> no, is very legalistic rules here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you can. We'll show well, this one time because it's your first time. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, that's right. Time. <laughs> and last time now. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, funny, speaking of legalism, it, it would be, it would be, I think, related to that. Um, yeah, okay. Just be, being beware of um, moralism, just yeah. being uh, moralistic, um, thinking that... Uh, and being, and I guess linked to that, like being quite judgmental, I suppose. Mm. But for, but I guess personally, that uh, like it has throughout my Christian journey been quite easy to fall into that trap of um, doing good things, yeah. of 
having good morals mm. of uh, seeing those around me kind of, oh man, that guy is like so much more godly or do, does these things better than I do. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, I got to do that um, so that, you know, God will uh, love me more. Right? Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, I think early on in my Christian life, that was something I wrestled with a lot. So, um, yeah, I, and I think there's there's residues of that that can come back every now and then. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and so I think just being being aware of that, uh, the dangers of that, and how that uh, kind of can cheapen God's grace, like how good God's grace is. Mm. Um, uh, I guess, uh, and the second one is just you know don't take yourself too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think um, I think I was pretty kind of uh, I. Uh, you know, had a lot of fun, but sometimes I was a bit too serious as a, you know, growing up as a kid. And, yeah. and even as, you know, as, as a Christian, sometimes I, I probably, that probably links to that moralism as yeah. well. Like just going, this is right. And this is wrong. And yeah. I guess that comes full circle, right? The yeah. black and white stuff. But I think that, um, yeah, just being, just, um, being a bit more relaxed, knowing God's, God's good. Yeah. You know, and yeah. he's in control and trusting him a lot yeah. more. Yeah. Absolutely. Actually, I think you just named the title of this episode "Full Circle" because, <laughs> yeah, as it, like you, you know, you've settled in West Ride, yeah, and yeah. then went through all these other things, <laughs> but now you're back in West Ride as a pastor there. So that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you. I'm going to time to wrap up the chips, Joey. Thank you so much for being on. Yeah. Thank you for joining. It's been so much fun. Thank you for joining yeah. the yeah. Sorrow Bible team. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for that, and thank you for your your service to us. As yeah. It's only just starting, but thank you for serving us in that way and. Um, being willing to stick it out of Bible college and then and then <laughs> go and start serving our crew at West Wright. So oh, we're, we're really privilege. thankful. Yeah, we're yeah. really thankful for you, man. So thank you very much. Brandon, as always, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for you. having me again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all right. No worries. Uh, Joey, we always finish all one way, and I don't know, have you been educated on the one way? Okay. Yeah, we did our graduation there. Oh, oh, yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. I even watched the live There'll stream. I didn't see you do it. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. going to have to find that. Yeah. Yeah. If oh, we sorry, find that, we'll put that on the pod. Yeah, yeah. It was afterwards. Yeah. Was it? Okay, yeah. Fee will have it. Fee should have it. We'll get, we'll yeah, get yeah, it from yeah. her anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, thank you very much for being on. Thank you for listening, everyone, or watching, and uh, we'll finish with the one way. One.